All right, Bible and Daily Lifers, here we are. We are going through the New Testament, and we are in Matthew chapter 23. In this chapter, they call it the seven woes, where Jesus says seven woes to the Pharisees, to the religious leaders. So let's just jump in and see what we've got. It says, then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples. So his disciples are there, there's big crowds. Um, The Pharisees and the scribes are also there in the crowd. The religious leaders are there. He's addressing everyone. And he said, the scribes and the Pharisees, they sit in Moses' seat. Now, Moses was the one who gave the law, had the authority. And so they're the ones who were saying that they're sitting in the seat of authority, that whatever they say goes. They're the religious leaders, and you listen to them. He said, so because they sit in Moses' seat, so do and observe whatever they tell you. Whatever they tell you, you should, uh, you should do that. But not the works that they do. <laughs> do what they say, but not what they do. Oh, well, why is that? He says, because they preach, but they don't practice. They don't practice what they preach. They are hypocrites. He's going to say this a few times, that they're hypocrites. A hypocrite is an actor. A hypocrite is somebody who puts on a face, puts on a facade, makes believe that they're doing something when they're not. And he said, here's what they do. Verse 4, chapter 23. They tie heavy burdens that are hard to bear, and they lay them on people's shoulders. So they take these difficult things and they put them on the shoulders of other people. Laws, rules, religious obligations things you need to do. And they lay them on people's shoulders. But they themselves, they're not willing to move a finger to help. They do all of their deeds. Now he's exposing them. And only Jesus can do this. Um, Jesus knows what's going on in their hearts. He knows what's going on in their minds. He knows their motives. He said they do all of their deeds to be seen by others. Hmm. So they don't do these things because it comes out of their heart, because they have a good heart and they want to do things and help people. They do it so that they'll be seen. And some of the things that they do are just religious things. For they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. Well, this wouldn't apply to us much. But they had these, they would take a rope with a little box, and inside of the box it would have the scripture, you know, that the Lord, the Lord is one God. And they would wear that on their head. They'd wrap it around and wear it on their head. So right on their head is this scripture that the Lord is one. The Lord God is one. And their fringe is long. So they had these fringes on their robes and they're long so that you know that they are, you know, a holy person. And they love the places of honor at the feast. They love the best places in the synagogues. So when you go to the synagogues, they have these padded chairs for them in in a place that's visible to everyone. And they love these places. And they love the greetings in the marketplaces. And they love being called rabbi by others. They love it when you call them teacher. They love that. Well, um, but you're not to be called rabbi. You don't need to be called teacher. You don't need to be called these names. You don't need to be called apostle. Uh, Call no one uh, because there's only one teacher and you're all brothers. And call no man your father on earth, for you have a father in heaven. And neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, that's the Christ. 
And the greatest among you will be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. So uh, let's move on to this scripture here. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, verse 13. I've got it. So uh, verse 13, but woe to you. So now the woes begin. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. There you go, the hypocrites, your actors. For you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. For neither you nor, no, for you don't enter yourselves, and you don't allow those who would enter in. So there's the woe. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, because you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. They make it hard for people to come to God. I don't think we should make it hard for people to come to God. Jesus hasn't made it hard for people to come to God. He, Jesus said, just follow me, and I'll make you a fisher of people. Uh, follow me, and I'll change your life. Follow me, I'll, I'll, I'll forgive you. I'll, I'll give you a new life. You'll be born again. Jesus made it easy. He said, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, and so if you find yourself believing, you're a believer. And uh, Jesus said, you know, you guys don't enter in yourself, and you're not allowing those others to enter in. So Jesus makes it easy. And I think that we should make it easy for people to come to Christ. We shouldn't be like this. We shouldn't be so religious. Verse 15, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. You're hypocrites. So they're there listening to this. For you travel across the sea and land to make a single convert. And when he becomes a proselyte, a convert, you make him twice as much a child of hell as you are yourself. Wow! Can you say that in the Bible? Can you say that to someone? That you make them twice the child, the, the child of hell that you are? Man, so, you know, once they convert somebody and once somebody comes, then they just, they just make them wicked. They, they get them to the place where they're self-righteous and where they're excluding people. Well, that's not Jesus. Verse 16, Woe to you blind guides who say, if anyone swears by the temple, the temple was a big thing, and so you do, you, you know, yes, I swear by the temple, you know, I will keep my word. As though the temple is going to hold you accountable. He said, if anyone swears by the temple, it's nothing. Um, you say, <clears throat> but if he swears by the gold of the temple, well, he's bound by his oath. Oh, I see. So you blind fools, for which is greater, the gold of the temple or the, or the temple that has made the gold sacred? And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it's nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on the altar, he's bound by his oath. You're blind men. Which is greater, the gift of the altar or the gift that makes it sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it and him who dwells in it. It's in whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. You know, they're making all these big, you know, I swear, I swear in my mother's, my mother's grave. And all right, you know, um, just, just stop it. 23. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you actors. For you tithe your mint and your dill and your cumin, and you've neglected the weightier matters of the law justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So it's a three-for-three three correspondence. Mint, dill, cumin, justice, mercy, faithfulness. You ought to have done the first, these you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, you're straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. That's supposed to be humor. <laughs> that would be first century Jewish humor. Uh, first century uh, 
you know, Bedouin humor. You're supposed to be able to see the difference. You're, you're supposed to be able to see uh, the contrast there, that, that you're concerned with a little thing when you're doing big things. So what's he saying? Tithe. The word tithe means tenth. In, in the Old Testament law, God commanded his people to give a tenth of everything. In fact, they were to give their first fruits. So the, so the first harvest that comes from your garden, you'd give it to God. Well, that's an act of faith because you don't know what's going to happen after that. You know, a storm's going to come, a rain's going to come, wind's going to come, a marauder's going to come and, you know, you know, take the crop. And so they would take their mint and their dill and their cumin, they would take their spices and they would count it out. You know, just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for me, one for God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for me, one for God. And, and they're so meticulous in the separating of the spices and giving to God. He said, but there you're doing that, but you're forgetting the big matters. You're forgetting justice. You're forgetting mercy. You're forgetting faithfulness. You're forgetting that, that there are people that you're wronging. You're, you're forgetting that you're being self-righteous. You're forgetting that you're looking down on people. You're, you're forgetting that you're not faithful. And so you forget the big things. And you remember the little ones. That sounds like a lot of us. So uh, let's go a little easy on the Pharisees here. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, verse 25. You hypocrites, you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside you're full of greed and and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside might be clean also. So this is interesting. They would wash the plates and they would wash their bowls because they live in a dusty place. And because you, you live in this place where dust is coming up all the time, in the marketplace is dust everywhere. So that dust might get on your plate. That dust might get inside of your bowl. So you would wash out the bowl, not, because, not to get the dirt out, but to get Gentile dirt out. Because the dust that got uh, pushed up and into your bowl might have come from a Gentile as he was walking and his feet hit that dust. And that dust has now ended up in your bowl or your plate. So you want to get rid of anything that a Gentile has touched. And Jesus said, you know, you're so concerned with the outside, but you don't care about what's going on on the inside. Verse 27, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you're hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. And so outwardly you appear righteous to others, but within you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. If you go to Jerusalem today and you're on the Mount of Olives, you can look and there's all of these tombs and they're limestone tombs, and they're white. And sometimes they go and they just brush those things clean. And when the sun is on them, they, they glimmer and reflect the sun. They look beautiful, but inside are bones. And Jesus said, you guys are just like that. You glimmer on the outside, but inside is no life. You're dead men. Let's just read the rest, and uh, we'll have to uh, not comment on it because we're at our time just about. So woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, You build the tombs of the prophets. You decorate the monuments of the righteous. You say, if we lived in the days of our fathers, we wouldn't have taken part in the shedding of the blood of the prophets. Thus, you witness against yourselves that you're the son of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers. You serpents, you brood of vipers. How can you escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore, I send you prophets and wise men, scribes, whom you kill and you crucify. And some you'll flog in your synagogues and persecute from town to town, so that on you may come the righteous blood shed from the earth, from the righteous blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered in the sanctuary and at the altar. 
Truly I say unto you, all of these things will come upon this generation. And then Jesus ends it with this. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those sent to it. How often I wanted to gather you together as a hen, as a mother hen, gathers her brood under her wings, but you weren't willing. Oh man, I wanted to take you and comfort you and protect you. Your house is left desolate to you. Well, it's going to be left desolate. In the year 70, the temple's going to come down. They're going to reject Jesus. And in the year 70, it's going to come down. It'll be scattered throughout all of the earth. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you, see the, until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He's talking about that wedding uh, feast of the Lamb in the new world, uh, the place that he's going, the place he's going to prepare for us. So uh, there you go, chapter 23, the seven woes of the Pharisees. 